Craig, can you believe how many volunteer hours we've logged? I will admit when we set that goal in 2019, we thought it was a stretch, stretch goal. We really intended that. Um, and we knew there was a lot of volunteerism happening and connections out there, but we had no idea the extent of it. It's, it's fantastic, and it's wonderful to see the pictures and the stories and examples of what people are doing literally around the world. Hey there, Team Milliken. It's Volunteer Olympiad time across Milliken, and our company is less than 8,000 hours away from reaching our five-year target of logging 100,000 associate volunteer hours. As corporate initiatives, the Volunteer Olympiad and our 100,000-hour goal demonstrate a core value for Milliken. They show that we stand for humankind in every action we take and every decision we make. When we volunteer, no matter what form that volunteerism takes, we make our community better. But just how important is it to volunteer? Why is it important that Milliken encourages us to volunteer? I'm Betsy Sigma, and today on Milliken for Everyone, I'm joined by Chief Human Resource Officer Craig Hadamack, and we are also joined by a very special guest, Dr. Russell Booker, uh, who is not only a special guest to Milliken, but also Craig's friend and mine too. Dr. Booker is the Chief Executive Officer for the Spartanburg Academic Movement, a former school superintendent in Spartanburg and York counties here in South Carolina, and Dr. Booker is a certified diversity executive. Dr. Booker's own volunteerism history includes serving on the boards of the United Way of the Piedmont, Strive Together, the Mary Black Foundation, the Spartanburg Regional Foundation, and so much more. Together, we'll talk about the importance of volunteering in our communities. Welcome, Craig and Dr. Booker. Thank you, Betsy. Thank you. So, Dr. Booker, we're going to kick it off with you today. Um, first of all, welcome to Milliken. It's good to have you here at RMC. Uh, although you are no stranger to the campus, it's always a treat to have you join us. Dr. Booker, let's just start from the very beginning. What is the Spartanburg Academic Movement? Great, and it's so good to be back on this campus. Uh, and to your point, I have been here many, many times, and there's a reason for that. So the Spartanburg Academic Movement, or SAM, as we call ourselves, uh, we're, we're exactly that. We are a movement, and we're a movement that's really focused on, on academic outcomes for the 50,000-some-odd children in Spartanburg County. Um, three things that we focus on, Betsy, as I try to explain our work, uh, one, we are very much uh, a data-driven organization, and there are seven outcomes that we focus on in, in helping our community understand where we're doing well and where we have gaps. So it starts with school readiness, uh, making sure our children are reading by third grade, uh, eighth grade math, which the science has proven is a critical uh, point for children as they're matriculating through high school and then their post-secondary pursuits, graduating from high school on time, and then enrolling in a degree program or a post high school certification. But enrollment is only one part of it. We wanna make sure that they're persisting and that they're completing college. And then we've got some great partners we're working with on the career side of it. And then the second thing I would say, you know, we don't teach children. So that's one of the things that um, I, I try to help my mom understand. You know, we don't, I don't teach children anymore, mom. But we do provide a few direct services. So we have an out-of-school time collaborative that supports some 34 out-of-school time partners. Our Center for Resilient Schools, uh, dealing a lot with trauma now, 
uh, post-pandemic, so really helping not only our educators, but our hospital systems and our colleges understand the effect of ACEs and trauma, training 50 people today, in fact. Um, and then our continuous improvement work, which Millican has been a big part in helping us help our schools understand continuous quality improvement, something you guys have been doing forever. And most recently, the addition of Hello Family, which is supporting our moms. And then we'll talk about this a little later, but the final piece of this work is around a bold plan called Movement 2030, where it's a seven-year plan where we're really looking to advance post-secondary early care and education and really working at the neighborhood level. Oh, that is a lot. And I didn't realize <laughs> there were 50,000 children, school-age children, I guess, in Spartanburg County. That is quite a number. Um, continuous improvement does sound like something <laughs> Milliken would get behind. That does sound, does sound right. So tell me, Dr. Booker, how is Sam's work benefited by corporate engagement, both generally and, and since we're here at Millican, specifically by well, Millican? Yeah, I'll, I'll be specific with Millican, first of all. Um, so Sam turns 10 years old this year. Happy so this, this month, in <laughs> fact, and when we launched the Spartanburg Academic Movement, we did it right outside of these doors here. So the launch of Sam actually happened at Millican, and there was a reason for that. I remember the day well, 200 some odd people came out for the launch of the organization. Um, but so many other ways you guys have been involved in our work, certainly with the work of, um, I'm looking across at Craig Hadamack, who serves as my board chair, uh, great leadership. Um, we need a corporate voice in this work, and Millican has been a corporate voice for us. Uh, and the work goes beyond just the funding, which you've been a big funder of our work consistently from the very beginning. And that's something that we've really come to appreciate as a part of this. Uh, going back to your work with continuous improvement, that conversation, I remember uh, bringing our team here for serious training around continuous quality improvement. And Betsy, I could go on, but you know, as, as I drove into the campus this morning, you know, seeing the noble trees, seeing the, the people out walking, it looked like a group of students were out there this morning, driving onto the campus, seeing those world's most ethical company banners. Uh, you've been an example of what Jim Collins talks about when he talks about good to great. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started coming onto this campus some 15 years ago uh, on an ongoing basis, bringing my leadership teams here to learn about this good work at Millican. Um, I could continue. I mean, the work that's happened around uh, equity. Mm -hmm. And I think about Rickay and her team's role in really helping our organization um, have these difficult conversations in our community at large. So you've touched not only the Spartanburg Academic Movement, uh, but our community in a mighty way, dating back to my time as a school superintendent. Oh, thank you for that. I'm, we're so glad to be your partner on this journey. Craig, I'm going to pitch it over to you for this one. Um, Talk to us a little bit about how Millican's emphasis on volunteering came about. Your, your team is at the heart of all of that. Tell us how that started here at Millican. It's a great question. I, I don't know that we actually really know officially when it started. It really, when you look at the company's history, it goes back decades and decades. You look back in, in, in the, the Millican archives of examples of where Millican was supporting schools and developing schools for the children of uh, textile workers in the mill villages or helping to uh, endow scholarships, things that go back decades and decades. And we even have examples of Millican supporting and helping to build buildings at different colleges and universities in the, in the area. And 
things like Russell shared, um, helping to start organizations like SAM. So I don't know that we really know exactly where it started, but it has clearly been a company tradition expectation for as long as any of us can can remember, which is great. And it's something that I think it, it um, our, our associates have actually come to to expect that we are doing this, and it's part of our company culture and what we're what we're all about. And why do we encourage volunteering here? I mean, isn't it enough to come in, mm-hmm. kind of work mm-hmm. your your hours, and then yep. go home and call it a day? Yeah, it is, and it's really as a personal choice, right? For each each individual, decide if they want to, you know, give some some time or money or things like that. So there's no no requirement here at Milliken, but it honestly doesn't really take a lot of encouragement. It's more of like a situation where we're enabling it. Our, our associates have a high expectation that we are doing these things as a company, that we're, that we're giving uh, time away, that we're sponsoring events, that we're providing some funding, all those types of things. So we look at it now as, as where, um, you know, if you look at the, um, the, the, the number of associates involved in volunteer work, you go through the 100,000 hours that we've coll- almost collected so far, there are literally hundreds of different organizations and several thousand different associates that are involved in different areas. So it is a, a baseline expectation of our associates that we are doing this. So it really doesn't take any uh, any encouragement. It's really more of an enabling facilitation um, space. And I say we also hear this as well from uh, prospective uh, new hires at Milliken. Uh, it's very common that when we're interviewing somebody they're, they're going to ask us about community, about inclusion, and about sustainability. And they look at those three elements to say, is this an organization that I want to be involved with and associated with? Um, they ask those questions before they talk about money or any other other factors. So it really has shifted to a point where um, I think it's more the company. How do we enable those desires and, and aspirations of our of our associates to, to be to be uh, impactful uh, in, in, the, in the community? So I'll open this question up to both of you. Um, and I hope you're going to tell us a little bit more about that project that you mm-hmm. alluded to, Dr. Booker. Um, Craig, when I first came to Milliken, we were um, sort of at the beginning of a new concept for me where we talk about stakeholders in mm-hmm. a really mm-hmm. broad way. Stakeholders being our people, um, yes, our board, our shareholders, mm-hmm. but also the community at large. Why is it important for companies like Milliken? Uh, to be engaged in the community, whether it's through volunteerism yeah. or otherwise, and how how is that seen by our community stakeholders? Does it make a difference? And Dr. Booker, I'm going to start with you. Yeah, so it, it makes a big difference um, because people have choices uh, today. I have choices. Um, now, I know I touch, I don't know how many Millican products a day, so I may not have a choice in the products I touch. We like to say 50. 50. <laughs> so we, um, but I'll never forget the uh, first time I was on this campus, uh, I think it was two words y'all talked about, do good. Mm-hmm. And that, that just resonated with me. Um, you know, I have choices in where I eat now. I have choices in, you know, where I vacation. I have choices with where I want to make my investments. And to Craig's point earlier about what people are looking for, communities, we're looking for companies, especially in Spartanburg, who care about this community and who aren't just coming here uh, for their bottom line. And for us, those are the companies that we will continue to say, hey, you need to go look at Milliken. 
uh, as, as we're working in our schools, we want them to look at Millican. As students are looking for internships, we want them to go to Millican. And so I think, you know, being visible in the community, uh, being a company where there's trust. I've been around since the 1860s, a company where we know you're in Spartanburg, you're going to be in Spartanburg. Uh, it gives us a level of trust and stability, and I think that's important. This is a long-term plan that we're talking about, Movement 2030. It's a $220 million plan. Wow. Um, but that plan is not just for our children and their families, which is vital, but that plan is also for the sustainability of our corporate partners because you're looking for you know, that strong workforce. And I also love Millican because this is a place where you can gain a job with a path. I don't want our children to just come out and land a job. I want there to be a path for them. So that is one of the reasons I think being visible in the community is so critical. Craig? Yeah, I, um, so I'm really glad you asked about that, that differentiation between sort of sh shareholders and, and stakeholders. That's a really important fundamental concept. And when uh, you know, Halsey joined the company and really reset our values and our purpose statement, um, it was very, very intentional that, that we put the word um, focused on stakeholders versus just shareholders. At an ex extreme, you know, if you think about shareholders on an extreme basis, you could say, hey, the company's purpose is to make as much money as possible as fast as possible. And, you know, that, that's some companies focus on. But you think about our purpose statement, the first word of our purpose statement is together, and the last phrase of it is for generations to come. And we think about long-term success of the company being here, thriving, creating careers for people, having a positive economic impact for on a broader basis. That's really where stakeholders come in. You have to think about your customers, your associates, your community partners, uh, those in need, uh, nonprofit organizations, et cetera, as well as your, your shareholders of the company all have to be considered in, in how you're making decisions. And I think when companies do that and they think about the, the true nature of all their stakeholders and who they're focused on, they make better long-term decisions and they can be succeed for generations to come and everybody can succeed versus a very, very narrow, um, strictly financially focused uh, uh, aspect. So I think that that concept of the two diff you know, differentiation there is really important and I think it ties right back to our purpose statement um, and it's part of the DNA of the, of the company now. So, and I think that's something, as we said earlier, that, that as we connect with you know, our, our current associates value, our future associates value, and it helps us have strong partnerships with, with uh, groups like Sam and, and others, so. Yeah, Craig and I, we were in a meeting earlier this morning and our CFO, David Smart, um, gave a presentation and something jumped out at me that I think applies here, Craig. He, he talked about how having a career at Millican means playing a long game. <laughs> and I think that's so true, you know, from the noble trees to the way that we want to be a part of our communities to the way we look at, at our company. It really is um, about generational impact and generational change. I've got one more question for you, but before before we ask one more serious question, Craig, can you believe how many volunteer hours we've logged? I remember when wow. we got started, we weren't sure if we were going to hit that goal. Yeah. Uh, just react to that for me. I, I am, and I, I, will, uh, I will admit when we set that goal in 2019, we thought it was a stretch, stretch goal. We really intended that. Um, and we knew there was a lot of volunteerism happening and connections out there, but we had no idea the extent of it. And so we are basically on track now with this Volunteer Olympiad. If, we, if it's similar to what we've done in previous years, 
we'll basically surpass that goal two years, at least two years early. Uh, and I have a feeling there's probably even more hours out there than are actually getting getting recorded. So it's it's fantastic and it's wonderful to see the pictures and the stories and the examples of what people are doing literally around the world. We have examples from every everywhere we have Milken Associates in, in dozens of countries. So it's, it's fantastic. Um, the big challenge now is what are we going to set as our next goal? That's right? the, the big question <laughs> we've got to figure out. And what's the stretch, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. We thought we stretched already, So, but that's a good, sure. a good problem to have. Yeah, so. and I know for a fact that we haven't counted all the hours yet because I have a log on my own <laughs> of all of mine since the last Olympiad and I haven't plugged them in yet. Yes. So that's happening. And for those who are listening, remember our volunteer Olympiad last through October 31st. So get your hours logged. Um, you can find the portal by going to the Millican Connect Hub and clicking on the volunteer hours um, portal there. All right, one more question for the group. Um, what message does it send to the community when Millican says, this is our community and we're gonna be involved in making it better? Yeah, so um, I'm looking across at, at Craig's shirt with the Millican signature on it. And I think that has always been in the DNA of this company. I think about Mr. Millican and all that he did in advancing Spartanburg beyond this campus. I, again, I think it sends a message that we're part of this community and that we're here for the long haul. Uh, we've been here, we're going to be here. And that brings a level of comfort, um, especially when we see companies picking up and leaving all the time. Yeah. When we see the smokestacks, um, you know, so a company that has been able to innovate, you've been an example for what that needs to look like. So I think for Spartanburg, um, it's, it's security and it's that comfort and it's that stability that we're with you uh, moving forward. So don't change. Yeah, I think it's, it's an important part to recognize there's sort of a, uh, it's a virtuous cycle, right? When, when the community succeeds, the businesses in it succeed, and vice versa. When those businesses succeed, they help to empower uh, the community and grow the community, and, and everybody benefits along the way. And whether that's in, you, you think about Milk and our locations, whether we're in Ghent in Belgium or LaGrange, Georgia, or Spartanburg or Blacksburg or wherever it may be, you know, we have a, a significant presence and impact influence on those communities. And we want them to thrive and succeed. And then likewise, that helps uh, the company do more. And then the more successful we are, the more we can do for the community. And it gives back over time. So we really want to make sure that that, that, that we understand that for across our associates. And we're making that impact across all of our communities, not just in uh, Spartanburg, but really everywhere we, we operate. And um, it's, it's good. And that's what gets back to the idea of, of succeeding for generations to come. So. For generations to come. Dr. Booker, I'm going to put you on the spot because this is, this is a chance to tell Millican Associates what we can do to help support you. It sounds like you've got a heavy lift ahead of you. You're taking on even more. You've got a lot to deploy. What can we do to support you yeah. and to help ensure your success? So we do. We have a heavy lift ahead of us. Um, you know, the goal is 60,000 more people on a pathway to economic mobility by 2030. Um, We've had $100 million of private investment here for this work that we're embarking on. Uh, we'll welcome those investors to Spartanburg, and they're going to be right here on this campus holding their board meeting on October 26th. Um, and you all are an investor in that plan. Uh, so I thank you for that. Um, I know you're still wanting to log volunteer hours, so if, <laughs> if 
If any of the listeners want to learn more about the Spartanburg Academic Movement and ways they can plug into this work, just know that um, we're here. Uh, learnwithsam.org and you know we'll find ways to get you plugged into so much good work that's going on to be taking place. Careful what you wish for. <laughs> All right, you heard it from Dr. Booker, learnwithsam.org. Best of luck on your journey and we'll be right here with you for the long haul. Thank you, Dr. Booker and Craig, for talking with us about being a part of our communities and, and volunteering here at Milliken. To our incredible team of associates across the globe, keep serving your communities and log those hours. Again, the Olympiad lasts till October 31st, so make sure you get your hours plugged in right away. Thank you for listening to Milliken for Everyone. This is a Marketing Center of Excellence production. Alan Jenkins is our producer, and once again, I'm Betsy Sigma. Remember, we can make a positive impact that will last generations, and we'll do it together.